What's up, Magic fans? This is Mackenzie Thurkill of the Orlando Magic, and you're listening to the Penny for Your Thoughts podcast from my favorite guys across the pond at Orlando Magic UK. Now it's over to Geraint, Mikey, and Paul. Go Magic! What's up, Magic fans? Welcome to Penny for Your Thoughts, the podcast of Orlando Magic UK. As always, I am joined by Mikey and Paul. How are you, Mikey? All good, mate. I'm excited to have a a fellow Raider on the podcast tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely, absolutely. And Paul, how are you? And before you answer that, are you going to tell us who your uh, NFL team is? You've had a couple of weeks now to... uh, (laughs) I know. I know, we've just done it before I've come on air, and apparently, on my answers, there's, if, we're going to put it out to people to, to choose for me, because there's three t- the top three teams that have come up are, at three, Dallas Cowboys, at two, the New York Jets, and at one, the Houston Texans. So, we're, we'll let people choose for me. We'll let people choose for me, because I'll be honest, I'm not really drawn to any of those. Um we might chuck a couple of options in as well. Please Put vote the Jets. <laughs> Make sure if people like you or not, if you end up with a joke. Well, I the Cowboys I'd heard of. <laughs> cool. But yes, mate, right, I'm good. So- I'm all good. Excellent, good stuff. So in this episode, we're going to look back at Wednesday night's opening game with the San Antonio Spurs and get to know another UK Magic fan in Barry Conn. Um, how are you, Barry? Good to have you Fantastic, on, mate. Fantastic, mate. Excellent, glad to hear it. And uh, Barry was part of our watch party uh, and we had a, a few laughs, didn't we, mate? It was a brilliant night. Excellent, good stuff. Right, so before uh, we get going, yeah, let's start with the news roundup. So, uh, the Magic lost to the San Antonio Spurs on Wednesday night by a margin of 123 to 97. The Magic briefly led by seven in the first quarter, but the short-handed ball club playing without Gary Harris, Jonathan Isaac, Etuan Moore, Michael Carter-Williams, Tumoro Kiki and Markel Fultz couldn't keep pace with the Spurs. My gosh, I didn't think we'd have this many injuries so soon into the season after what we had last season. Right. The more so, things change, the more they stay the same. Yeah, you're right. Um, so the team's led by Mo Bamba, who notched 18 points with all starters scoring in double figures. Terence Ross chipping in 15 off the bench. Uh, and rookies Jalen Suggs finishing with 10 points on 3 of 14 shooting. And Franz Wagner with 12 points on 6 of 9 shooting. Uh, Wendell Carter Jr. led the rebounding effort with eight rebounds in 19 minutes only. Uh, and we were somewhat beat up by Jakob Pertl and Eubanks on the boards uh, when Carter Jr. and Bamba were off the floor. Um, bit of an injury update. Uh, Chumo Kiki and Gary Harris are both listed as day-to-day. Harris was slated to play at San Antonio. However, it was a late scratch due to a hamstring injury uh, within the hour of the game actually starting. Etuan Moore with a knee sprain, Michael Carter-Williams, Jonathan Isaac and Markel Fultz remain out. However, we did see a video emerging of Markel on the floor probably about an hour or two ago now and he looked quite good, didn't he? Did anyone see that? I did. He did, mate. Yeah. I heard that he's he's doing end-to-end drills. Yes, that's that's the word, mate. 
It yeah. is, mate. He's looking like he's getting closer. He really does. Once yeah. he gets cleared for contact, we'll be in business. And the last bit of NBA news is the NBA released its top 75 list of all time over the last few days, <laughs> although they did release 20, 76 players, which I found a little bit strange. Um, some notable snubs in there included Dwight Howard, Tracy McGrady, Vince Carter, Grant Hill and Penny Hardaway. And for me, there was a few questionable choices in there in Anthony Davis, Damian Lillard, perhaps. Um, any thoughts on the list, guys? Yeah, well, there's there's two big notable absences and that's Dwight and Tracy McGrady. I mean, how they're not in there, like you said, G, over T-Mac and... Uh, sorry, over Anthony Davis and Damian Lillard. Like, if if you compare, if you compare AD and Dwight up at this point, you could. Uh, Dwight's clearly had a better career up to this point. Um, AD might end up with the better career when he retires, but right now it's hard to argue that Dwight shouldn't not be on that list, which is a bit. I mean, it's all subject subject for anyway, isn't it? So that's it. Um, and T Mac, look, he, he won two scoring titles. He spent the prime of his career averaging 24, 25, 26, 28 points a, a year. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, yeah, I'm, I'm a bit disappointed they're yeah. not on it, but it's just, it's just a list. And it? <laughs> it is, it is. Anyone else want to chip in on that before I go through the resumes of Dwight Howard and Anthony Davis just to show <laughs> how much of a travesty this is? Right, I think, I mean, for me, look, you know, I'm going to look down that list and go, who and who and who? Because there's a lot of players that uh, were, you know, I, I don't go that far back. I don't. I don't go anywhere near seventy-five years back. Looking at the NBA, um, I would agree that Dave, as much as I love Damian Lillard playing, he, sh- he shouldn't be in that list yet. Um, I think some of the players that we're talking about are going to be there come the NBA one hundred list. You know, your Dame Lillard and Anthony Davis. It's hard to argue that they won't be there at that point, like as likely as. Um, but in the modern game, should we perhaps be looking at Kyrie? Should we perhaps be looking at Clay Thompson? The you know multiple titles, uh, pivotal parts of teams that they've been involved in. You know, but for me, if we're looking purely magic wise, then I think it's very hard that Dwight Howard, Tracy McGrady aren't in there, um, and. I'm very surprised that Vince Carter isn't in there. That's a real big surprise. Um, but yeah, everything's subjective and I've, I'm not going to lie, I'm not quite sure of what the criteria was for how they were coming up with it. But um, yeah, I would agree. Damon AD are probably not there yet for me. Yeah. But any anything to add? To be honest, I was thinking more along what Paul was just saying there. You know, the, the, the names... Uh, were exactly the names that I've seen all over social media you know also adding Vince Carter in there that's the ones that everyone seems to be scratching their heads over Yeah. so at the end of the day that is subjective people make a choice we don't need to agree with it yeah I think that's part of it isn't it they come up with these things for to to create a debate to create conversation It's, it's, it's what it's done yeah it has 
Uh, so just um, I just mentioned there the resume. So Dwight Howard, one-time NBA champion, eight-time All-Star, five-time All-NBA first team, one-time All-NBA second team, three-time All-NBA third team, three-time def- defensive player of the year, four-time defensive first team, five-times five rebounding champion, two-time block champion, and a slam dunk champion. You compare that, okay, Anthony Davis has got... Less than Howard, so one-time champion, three-time All-Star, four-time All-Time first, two-time All-Time defensive first team, three-time block champion, and an All-Star MVP. But then you got Lillard, who's got six-time All-Star, one-time All-NBA first team, and four-time All-NBA second team, along with the Rookie of the Year. So you compare it, and and there's a massive difference there. So I think Dwight has been snubbed. You mentioned Tracy as well, uh, Mikey. But um, one of the um, Magic UK guys, Gary Craggs, uh, he started posting a few videos on um, YouTube. So if you have a look for him on Twitter, uh, Craggs Speaks, he's done uh, a very good 11-minute breakdown of uh, his thoughts on the NBA at 75 list. So give that a listen. It's only about 12 minutes long. Um, Support Gary. Right, so moving on. The game against the San Antonio Spurs. Let's just break that, that down a little bit first. So what are your overall observations of the first games? What positives do you take from the first game? Mikey? Uh, Mo Bamba. Let's start with Mo because he was the best player on the floor for us on, on Wednesday. Um, he's carried on how well he played in pre-season and he played, he played really well on Wednesday. Um, I didn't actually look at the box score until after the game and forget all the points and and block shots. It felt like when he was on the floor, every time the Spurs drove into the paint and were attacking the rim, he was either blocking shots, he was changing shots, he was forcing misses. As soon as he stepped off the floor, it felt like they had an op- the Spurs had an open lane to the basket every time and then we weren't rebounding the ball very well and then they had open threes and it just felt like later as the game went on players heads dropped and they weren't rotating um but without going into all of that yeah bamba was fantastic um yeah <laughs> let's, let's start with that and uh yeah and we'll see I, I think the only thing he needs to work on is learning how to stay out of foul trouble um because obviously we saw him leave the floor a couple of times with with early fouls and quarters but yeah, that, that's going to come as the season progresses. Um, but he's starting to look like a player we can actually truly build around this early on. Any any thoughts on Michael uh, Carter-Williams? Uh, Wendell Carter Jr. only played 19 minutes because I thought we missed uh, an inside presence. Uh, we got beat up, like I mentioned earlier, by Pertle mm. and uh, the other chap. Do you yeah, think he I, should have I, seen a bit more playing time? Maybe I heard some of the, there was possible rumor that he, he took he had a bit of a knock in the game. Maybe part of the reason why he didn't play as much. Um, I mean, we saw it in preseason, didn't we, with a couple of games. Wendell and Mo have got a good a good combination. They've got a good understanding when they're on the floor together. Again, when they both come off the floor and and you saw them get replaced, it did feel like there wasn't that presence in the paint, and we weren't crashing the boards quite as well when they were off the floor. Um, yeah, I, I'd expect as I'd expect his numbers to go up a bit more tonight when we play the Knicks. But um, yeah, there was there was lots of there was lots of looks out there. There was rotations that we haven't seen yet. We didn't see it in preseason because we we weren't expecting them 
not have Gary Harris out there. So look, they're, they're still trying to get used to playing with one another. There's a lot of stuff to clean up. Um, it's one game. Do you know what I mean? Move on. Put it, it's in the past. It's done. Learn from it and uh, get better tonight. Yeah. Any, any uh, observations back on the game on Wednesday night? Um, to be fair, I was going to see what you guys had said. I was massively impressed with Mo. I thought he was absolutely brilliant. You know, people talk about his engine, but to be fair, if, if, if he continues the way he's going, and from what I've seen in pre-season, it looks obviously as though Coach Mosley's put him in for an MLT because that engine looks fine to me, to be fair. Um, <laughs> do you know, it's hard to gauge because obviously losing Gary Harris right, right you know, before the game, I don't know how much that changed the game plan and how much that changed the rotation and messed up, you know, potentially maybe what he was wanting to do on the night. Because like you say, you know, I, th- I thought Wendell and Mo worked quite well when those two were off the floor. Not so much. So, uh, yeah, I think that's a, re- that is that's, that's a real fair point, mate. That's a real fair point. You know, what can I say? Um, the game was very much like my mate's dating life. Started with lots of promise, ultimately ended up in disappointment. <laughs> 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 uh, oh dear that describes the life of a Magic fan doesn't it every season oh, massive <laughs> <laughs> so Paul what are your thoughts on Franz Wagner and Jalen Suggs NBA debuts you know what Franz um, there was an, there's a, I suppose there's a bit of an argument for him having been the player of the night uh, I, I would personally go with Mo but I think Franz did a really good solid job he played really well for us 12 points 4 rebounds 2 assists a steal and 2 blocks um, he had a genuinely a genuinely strong game um, he he worked hard he showed some really good basketball IQ I felt every time that somebody looked to him uh, he was in a good position to receive the ball when he received the ball he got his head up and he was looking around to he, he, tried, he seemed to try and bring other players in Um and get good positions for them. It's it's not just about personal glory with him. It would appear. Um, I think uh, it was a, a couple of weeks back. We were told by I can't remember who it was that we had on the pod, Dan, and they said, I think it was Dan that you know what this is a guy that everybody's who knows about basketball is raving about because of his his. The, it's it's the non it's the it's the non tangible things you don't it doesn't necessarily fill a stat sheet up, but he's also a guy that is looking to improve and give him chance to work with uh, the coach and work and for the players to get used to his play, and I think that's what we're seeing that we're seeing that as they're getting used to playing with one another, <laughs> his game is improving. It's from game one of the pre of the preseason to where we are now, he's really improved on on the court on what we are seeing um, so yeah I was I was very pleased with him um, I think it's a bit too soon for some of the overreactions on uh, Facebook and Twitter again that you know this is now he's now rookie of the year contender um, and I think the 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 reverse argument of that is also true that it's too soon to write Jalen off with his one game in the NBA because let's be fair he didn't have his best game We've seen him play better in pre-season than he played um, against the Spurs. He That's not to criticise him. He just didn't have a great game. Uh, to be fair, Paul, he still, might have been, he's still got 10 points. 
he might have been shaking that stomach bug off still that he, he was out for for a few exactly, games. Exactly, And you know what? He, 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 he still contributed 10 points. He still tried to play. Um, he was still trying to get his hands into passing lanes and trying. He got a steal. Um, but he, he just didn't have an impressive start of a game. Um, three turnovers, some poor shooting, uh, really poor percentage. And he actually had the largest... Uh, plus minus the largest minus um, of minus 13 of all our players in the column um, but you know what he wasn't alone in having a poor night I didn't think any of the backcourt played particularly well I don't think Cole had a great game I don't think and RJ definitely didn't so he wasn't alone um, and how much of that was down to like you've just said Mikey coming back from illness but also they faced a, a very active backcourt um and uh was it Murray? Do you want to do Murray? Yeah. He was all over him. Yeah. He was Eric all White. over him. Yeah. He he yeah, they they put a lot of effort in. Um I I expected us to be closer to them in the game than we were. But you know what? Jalen and I have better nights. It's one game, move on, and you have to learn. You have to take the lumps to learn from them. I think, no you, on it. I'm quite I think you put the comment in the Twitter group, G, after the game that you wanted, and I completely agree with you because I was thinking the same thing watching the game was we want to see Jalen with the ball in his hands a little bit more. That's what I wanted yeah. to see. Um, the, the one thing I want to see from Jalen, which was an issue on Wednesday, it, and, and I remember reading or, or watching some YouTube scouting videos <laughs> during during the draft. <laughs> Process. You do need to get a life path. I know. No, no, but I remember them them saying one of his weaknesses in college was actually finishing in around the basket. And he, he did yeah. miss quite a few layups. So I think that's something to keep an eye on as the year goes on. He likes playing with contact, Jalen. You could see that. He was getting bashed around a few times on Wednesday. But I think if he can if he can improve in his efficiency finishing around the basket, I think that's gonna gonna really open the floor up for him. I would say, mate, it's, it's one, one game, game, isn't it? Exactly. It's one game. Let's write him. Let's write him off after one game. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's ridiculous behaviour. So expectations. Now we've only had one game, like you said, but with the new coach as well as a lot of young players, um, should we be lowering our expectation for the forthcoming season? We all said, you know, in around the twenty-five wins the other night. Should we be, you know? lowering those a little bit or was it just one night Barry it's hard to say mate you know this is a very very young team it's a very very inexperienced team and I think to be honest that's what showed on opening night you know you get two rookies starting for the first time you only get your first game once and that's it they got their feet wet I did feel that Jalen got quite the welcome to the NBA with the more experienced people going welcome to the game wee man this yeah. is how we play. You know, he's only going to learn for that at the end of the day. And it's and it's the same what's going to happen with the season. I think I think we've got to be realistic. It's, it's the same, I suppose, with most seasons. It's it's head versus heart. The head tells you one thing, your heart's thinking, no, we can win after the game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Any any thoughts on the on the coach, guys? Any comments on the coaching? From what you saw in hey, for me, one? For me, I uh, and I think, again, we've said this on previous months, like the way he talks to players. Love how he gets his arm around a player, he's talking, and they appear to be engaged and listening to him. Um, 
got the challenge right. So he got his first challenge in, won that, like that. Um, it's, I'm going to say, anything that we have, any criticism we have of that game, it's very hard to criticise any team that only has 10 players available. And when you're talking about a starting unit that has um, a pair of rookies, a second-year player, and two players entering the fourth year of NBA experience, a combined age of 106 and uh, 343 NBA games between them. I think it's you, you've got to you've got to allow that there's going to be these knocks as you know it's it's a learning experience and this is what we've said that this season is all about development. We're going to have those games where we lose. We're going to have those games where we come close, and this was one where we just got took apart. Unfortunately, um, if we're going to if we're going to criticise anything, you said it, G to me. Um, after the game, you'd like to see more of Robin Lopez at the five. I agree with you on that one. Um, mm. And the other thing that I think he's got to guide players through is you mentioned it, Mikey, about heads dropping. And we started to see a little bit of the poor shot selection, that hero ball. Uh, Cole threw up a couple of absolute Hail Marys, praying that the three had dropped. Um, and it wasn't about, they weren't about personal glory like we've seen in the past with certain players. Um, they were about trying to get the team going um, just to get some sort of spark to get them back into the game. And that's going to happen with inexperienced players. And I think the coach needs to guide the guys through that. Was it they said at the yeah. start they started with what two 20 year olds, a 21 year old, and was it two 23 year olds? Yeah. Average of 21, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then you're thinking. Mo, I, I think Mo was your oldest guy on the court, and I mean, yeah. I mean, how many games has he played? I know he's been drafted a few years, but how many games has he played? Yeah. I think it was, it was probably about his, his point the other day. I wrote yeah. it down. Probably um, about a hundred games in what three seasons or so. He's yeah, had so a few what, injuries and a, then COVID. A, season, a season and a bit then worth the games. Yeah, and he's your oldest player yeah. on the court. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I think no. I think look at, I think looking at two of the, two of the three big issues we had on Wednesday, which was rebound the ball defensively, and and stopping the Spurs getting second chance points. They're they're two really fixable things that you think they could they should be able to put right quite quickly, especially if you get Fultz and Isaac back because you because Fultz is a big guard. He's a good rebounding guard. Isaac can rebound the ball as well. Um, they just got to box out better as a unit and and finish the. I think Jeff Turner said it on the broadcast. You got to finish the play. You got to, you got to grab the rebound and and I think because it kept happening, they 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 were sort of. I will even say they dropped their heads. I think you just lose that energy a little bit on the defensive end, scrambling and rotating and and getting out to to shooters. I just think they're two really fixable things. I think the turnovers is going to happen with a young team, isn't it? Especially when yeah. they're not used to playing with each other, each other that much at the moment, um, they're still trying to to learn Coach Mosley's rotations and and the plays that he's calling and where they need to be at certain points. On so turnovers, we hope to see come down as the season goes on. And like we said, if we can get faults back and get some of the vets, that's going to help steady things and settle settle the young players down as well. But mm-hmm. yeah, that. It's one game. I mean, we don't need to. It's yeah. quite funny because I was watching that game on Wednesday, 
And the lead sort of, what was it, in the third quarter, the lead really sort of ballooned to 20-odd points there. And then towards I, the end, yeah. To towards, be honest. It was a disastrous end of the third, start of the fourth, wasn't it? Yeah. And to be honest, I was the sat there because I spoke to G and you were quite like, oh, afterwards, weren't you? And I was like, do you know what? Yeah, there, there was plenty, there was, there was some good, there was still good things to take from that performance that we can move forwards with. I just, it, it's going to be a season like this where we've got to focus on the positive things more than the actual end result and how many wins we end up stacking. I mean, like I said, if we can win plenty of games, that would be wicked. But, um, like I said, I think we need to come out of the game thinking, right, what did we actually do well? Um, like I said, we had some, see, some players see, that honest, there's, there's been a lot of negativity on yeah. social media. As there usually is anyway, and I'm not even going to get into it because I had to bite my tongue the other day when I was on it. Um, but, you know, I feel like going, see you take any team in the NBA and you said, you know what, I'm going to take your most experienced playmaker off you. I'm going to take your best defensive player off you. I'm going to take another two or three really experienced vets off you six months after you've traded three of your most experienced and best players and I'm going to just give you a bunch of really young and experienced guys who are playing under a new coach in a new scheme and see how you go on and think it's not exactly a recipe for success it's going to be up and down we're going to have these things but but long term we're moving the right direction I think yeah I good agree. point there but one changes. thing I, I, don't want, I don't want to be negative but I was a little bit disappointed with Mosley's offensive set. Um, I went back and looked at it, and um, it was all motion and handoff plays. No set-off screen plays for Terence Ross or spread pick and rolls. Um, it, it just felt, oh, I don't know, it took six minutes for the first pick and roll or so in the first quarter. I, I just was expecting a little bit more. Now, that could be down to continuity and not having Gary Harris in and having to, you know, um, just go on the fly. But I was kind of expecting a little bit more. But, you know, like you said, it's, it's the first game. Um, everyone's learning and uh, hopefully we see a few better offensive sets for me uh, tonight against the New York Knicks. And, so, and sorry, right. G, just before you move on, and on, for everybody that knows you really well, it took one game for G to complain about refereeing calls to me and Paul. First thing I said to you, were not Mikey? Well, first game in, there we go. <laughs> there it landed oh, in the WhatsApp come on. group. <laughs> I'm sorry, I thought you'd mentioned yeah, well, the RG shot. Well, well, he had, it was about a second left on the shot clock, wasn't it? He waved it off. I, I, I then, thought it was point one, and it left his hand. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to get into the that. officiating. We did get the points for that. Did we? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we did. There was a couple so, of calls. To be fair, it was like... half two in the morning for me. So. <laughs> yeah, I was impressed. You stayed up for it, didn't you, mate? I did, mate. Opening game, and I thought I'll stay up and then take the kids to school. Really, really, really tired. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we applaud no, you, mate. The, Any, anybody who stays up to watching that—that's that's impressive. Yeah. Just quickly on the officiating, I just thought that San Antonio literally got everything, and there was a couple of times RJ Hampton got drove to the basket, and he got clobbered. He didn't didn't get a whistle. I know you agree with me. I know oh, you're laughing. No. Welcome to Refram. When you st- <laughs> yeah, when you I, start I by saying ridiculous. when you start by saying <laughs> I thought the Spurs got everything. That's it. That's the line, G. We did. We and the did. thing is, mate, you can't anyway. get you can't get blocked by their Twitter account because you're already blocked, aren't you? Who? The, the, <laughs> the NBA, NBA officials. officials. Yeah. yeah. 
yeah. It was about four years. You don't got a burner set up, mate. <laughs> no, no, no. no I let it go. I let it go. I let it go. I let it go. Anyway, shameless plug time, as Paul likes to say. So we're affiliated Absolutely. with the NBA League Pass Fanatics and the NBA Store Europe. If you're looking to make a purchase, please join their websites by clicking on the affiliate links on our social media pages and website. Also use the code MAGICUK10 at the checkout for 10% discount with Fanatics and NBA Store Europe. Some exclusions do apply. International shipping is also offered. Uh, Fanatics also offer a whole host of football... football no. God, you can tell <laughs> I'm reading this off, can't you? Football teams, <laughs> soccer for our... Paul wrote this. Our stateside friends, <laughs> along with NBA, NFL, NHL, and MLB teams. And by doing this, you just help us uh, in paying for our, paying for the website and, and what we bring you. So let's move to our next segment, and that is the guest segment. So, as you know, Barry is from well, you don't know Barry is from Airdrie in North Lanarkshire, Scotland. He's an avid Glasgow Rangers and uh, Las Vegas Raiders fan, uh, as well as the Magic. So let's just get to know Barry a little bit more. So, Bart, can you tell us um, how did your Orlando Magic fandom start? Um, as a young kid, I liked just about you know any sport, you know anything that was competitive. I watched it, and I think I was up watching late night Channel Four and the NBA came on. I thought, oh, what's this? I like that. So I started to get into it, and then I noticed that everyone round where I stayed, kind of around Glasgow. Were a Bills fan, or NFL wise, they were a Winers fan or a Cowboys fan, <laughs> and I thought, right, okay, I am going to make sure I get my way to find out the team that's the opposite of these teams. So the Raiders, everyone hates in the NFL, and I thought, well, that's the team for me. Uh, and then the Magic, I thought, to be fair, actually, I looked, who's the biggest threat to the Bills in the NBA? And at that time, the Magic were by far the biggest threat. Uh, to the Bulls so that was me plus to be fair I, I really like the jerseys as well so I was like nah that'll do me awesome have you been over to Orlando mate to, to see I, any games or I haven't yet mate I'm hoping to get over with the kids to go to Disneyland well, I say I'm going to go with the kids to go to Disneyland I'm going to go and see the, the magic and I might take the kids to Disneyland as well <laughs> <laughs> if the wife asks I'm, I'm going to Disneyland <laughs> <laughs> Tell them what they want to hear. Mate there's, mate, there's nothing wrong with getting planning in a bit of a hobby whilst you're there. Nothing wrong with that. That's it, mate. I just, I'll just make sure that I'm going one of the weeks where we're at least home twice. Yeah, yeah, you've got to do it, pal. You've got to do it. <laughs> it's an experience. It's a great experience being in the, in the I'm arena. Desperate, desperate to do it. But right. So, um, since becoming a fan, what are your Two favourite moments, mate. What would you put as your favourite moments? <sighs> Do I have a wee think about things like this? You know, when I, when I started getting back in, I was trying to remember all the, all the games. I used to try and stay up to watch the late games. And one of the games that I did get to watch, because there wasn't that many on in the 90s in, in Britain, um, was the Bulls Magic game. And I watched Penny, absolutely. I don't care what anyone says. School, Michael Jordan, for that game. Um, in fact, one my favourite one is he's going by him and I can't mind if it's Grant or something goes to come towards him and he waves him off. He's like, I don't need you. I don't care if it's Michael Jordan. I'm going round here and I'm going to fade this right over his head and score. 
And he does. And I just think that is brilliant. He's like, you just, you don't care if you know you are who you are. I'm going to do what I'm going to do, and there's nothing you can do about it. And, and that's what it is. It's just because he waved his teammate off. That was literally right. He's just like, I don't need you. I'll beat him. And he did. And it's, it's <laughs> aye, that was me. That was me hooked on Penny for then. Um, if we're going more recent, probably DG Augustine scoring against the Raptors was just cold, honestly. I was just. Just awesome, honestly. <laughs> I'd watched all the build up, yeah. and it's like the magic of getting no chance. The magic of getting no chance. The Raptors are just going to sweep this team, and it's the whole next day. I was just like, "Are they? Are they really? Seriously? Aye, are they getting swept? Are they?" So no, so loved it. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah, mate. DJ's DJ's one of my favourite moments of, of my fandom. Definitely, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. Sorry, that's that's probably my two favourite moments. So what were your thoughts going back to the trade deadline in, in what was it, March? I can't remember when it was. Yeah, March. March, yeah. Uh, March, when the ma- March 25th. Yeah, when the Magic decided to move on from Vooch, Gordon, Fournier and go young and, and get a load of draft picks. What was your first thoughts when when you saw some of those moves come through? Do you know, two of them were a surprise. Obviously, you know, we watched the team. We've got an idea. When I, when I seen Vooch come through first, I just about fell off my chair. And I had to actually read it twice and then I had to make sure that it was actually Woji's account and not some random guy yeah. just, you know, going for a joke. Um, didn't see that one coming at all. I, I didn't see Vooch getting traded. But looking back, I'm thinking, if you keep him, you probably win at least another 10 games. You know, so you're nowhere near getting you know, a lottery pick or a, or a low lottery pick with him and your team. Yeah. So I can kind of, if, if they'd made the decision to start fresh, then I totally get why they did what they did. But it was a painful one because, I mean, at least two of those players I really liked and I did not want them to go. And you can just guess for yourself what two of the three I was bothered about leaving <laughs> and what one I wasn't that bothered about leaving. <laughs> Um, but no, I was quite shocked, but I, I totally get why they're doing it. At the end of the day, we'd, we'd loved, and I hate using the word mediocrity, but mediocrity for a while, you know, sneaking into the bottom of the playoffs every year. We're a, we're a good team, but not a great team. We don't inspire fear in anyone, you know, but we have got guys that that can do it. Um, but, you know, were you going to win a championship with that team? Probably not, even, even if they were healthy. I think it would have still, you know, still been a big ask, mm. you know. Um, so I get why they're thinking, you know, we're going to have to just start from scratch. This experiment's been successful to a point, you know, you made back-to-back playoffs. That That is a level of success. But as it is where you want to be, obviously it's not where the magic want to be. So, mate, with the the bottom pressed, this rebuild's underway. Mm-hmm. Where, how, how do you feel about it? How do you feel we're doing? And, uh, what do you th- feel that we'll need to take the next step? Um, I like what we're doing. I like the fact that he's went with the youth. I think Mosley's perfect for the youth. He seems to be on their wavelength. He seems to be able to get from you know, a small sample size the best out of them. I think he will get the best out of them. You know, if, if he could make those improvements to Bamba, what's he going to do for everybody else? Because Mo seems to get what he's selling. Every other guy seems to get what he's selling. So I think we're on the right trajectory. It is going to be a bumpy ride. There is going to be ups and downs. There will be many, many mistakes. But I'm sure there's going to be many, many 
massive highlights and crazy games and lots of excitement as well. Um, I think it's actually, I think it's good that we are where we are just now. It gives us a season to bed these players in, to get them sorted, to get them experience. Um, because next year, I feel that he's probably going to pull the trigger on a trade. And it, you know, once we've got, once we get the cap space sorted, I don't know if you'll be able to get a free agent. I don't know if the big free agents would 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 come. But I think you know, trade wise, we could definitely trade for someone who could maybe take us over the the top. And by that time, you've you've got your young core who have now got a season and or, or two seasons under their belt, and you know, and they understand what what Mosley's wanting them to do. They understand his philosophy, what his scheme is. You know how he's wanting to do things. So I, th- I think we're trending in the right direction. You know, Andrew, we've got a, we've got a trade exemption uh, up our sleeve. We've got cap relief coming really, really soon. We've got a team full of massively talented youngsters with a couple of savvy vets. It's definitely it's going the right way. At the end of the day, you know, we're not in win now mode, but we're definitely. I would like to think we're in win in the near future mode. Yeah. So I'm going to open this up to everybody because we haven't actually discussed this bit, but I'm going to ask Barry first. So which Magic player do you think will finish the season as the Magic's top scorer? And which player do you think will, will be the most improved? Do you want the the head answer or the heart answer? Whatever. Whatever you think. My head tells me it's going to be T-Ross. My heart tells me it's going to be a big mo. Okay. I'll take that. I'm, I'm most improved. I'm going to stick with Bamba. Yeah. Boys, what do you reckon? Yeah. We all in agreement. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, I'm with Barry on definitely most improved being Mo. Um, the guy just seems to be ready and want to take that step and you know I've not always been the greatest fan loving it loving to see that change mm-hmm. really am um, top scorer god that's hard because um, hard because really you would question. think T-Ross would be up there but he might not be yeah. here by the end of the season might yeah. do you know what I'm going to go with Cole I knew you were going to say Cole. Go with Cole. Really? Mm. Okay. Yeah. I bet Mike can guess who I'm going to go with. Uh, I think you're going to go with Markel Fultz, aren't you? I am going to go with Markel Are Fultz. You? And I'm also going to agree with Mo Bamba for most improved player. And an, or an, an NBA most improved player also. Okay. I think he could well be in that conversation. Mm. Agree. Definitely. Definitely. And in fairness, Mo Moonsey, uh Hoop genius. He he put Bamba in his top three as well. So um, you know, hopefully people start taking notice of it. Well, well right now. So how about that, you, Mikey? It? Most improved. I think it's an all round, and that we're, we're all going with Mo. That honestly, leading scorer. I, I don't know. There's part of me think I, I don't know. There's four, five players you could go with. Um, I'm just guessing, aren't I? We're all guessing. Uh, let's go with Bamba. I'm going to stick with, I'm going to go with Barry. Let's go with Bamba. I hope that we see, I, I would rather us have combined scoring across the team than mm-hmm. relying on one player to be getting us 
25, 30 in a night. I would rather it see us play as a team rather than have that one person that we have to go to yeah. all the while. You need you need that person. You need the player who can get you those points. But this season, this season, I'm happy to see everybody contributing. And I think that's why it's so difficult mm-hmm. to actually pick who's going to come up with that. But I'm, I'm going to go with Con. I'd, yeah. I'd love yeah, to yeah. say Jalen. I'd love to say Jalen leading scorer, but I'm not sure that's his strong point. And when Foltz comes back, you could probably argue Foltz is going to have the ball in his hand a lot more than Jalen Suggs will be. So his opportunity yeah. to score might not be there like we might hope it but would be. Um, yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going with Bamba there. Cool, I think cool. you'll be close in the conversation. I do agree well, with that. We'll, we'll have a look at the end of the season and we'll dish out a wooden spoon to, uh, to whoever was last. <laughs> Me again. <laughs> <laughs> you can send him a Welsh love right. spoon instead, G. Eh? <laughs> um, so, Pat, who are your favourite players all time and current? And then double part of this question, what's your favourite jersey? Um, favourite magic player or favourite player? Favourite favorite magic player. To be fair, Penny's probably probably my favourite player and my favourite magic player. I just think the guy was absolutely ridiculous. I'm going to put it out there. I think he was better than MJ if it wasn't for injuries. I think he would have proved that he was better than MJ long term. Um, I don't care what anyone says. I'm going to say he was better than Kobe. Don't care. <laughs> Love Penny. Love Penny. Just the guy was just ridiculous. Um, close second magic wise, actually, I really like Grant Hill as a player. Honestly, I think Grant Hill again without injuries was just ridiculously talented. You know, shockingly talented. Um, and again, injury. We laid that guy's career as well, but he was just ridiculous. Um, in kind of non-magic, I was kind of an Alan Iverson fan. I thought he was just awesome to watch. Um, current, it's hard you know, to touch. I really like a lot of players on the team, to be fair. I, I genuinely yeah. do. I, I really, really enjoy watching this team as much as it can be painful at times. I, I love the guys in the team. Um, I'm going to go big more. Love Big Mo. I so want him to succeed and do well. I really do. But I, I really like Cole and Kel as well. You know, uh, but it's, it's hard to pick one, honestly. I, I, I think this team, this squad is awesome. I really like them. But I, if I'll go on. I'm going to go Big Mo. And your jersey, mate? Um, this one. I mean, see it. Pinstripe. Oh, think black pins. The black pinstripes. I think it came out around about 94, 95. It was the 89 jersey, the first road jersey. Yeah, my 94 one had never fit me now, mate. (laughs) 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 But no, the pinstripe, I think think the pinstripe for a good four or five years. I I loved loved the black one, and I did have a bit of a soft spot for the blue one as well. Yeah, Glasgow Ranger colours, mate. That's exactly for the blue one. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, so whilst we were just talking about the favourite players let's just um, I don't think we've ever talked about this ourselves so Mikey Paul who are your favourite current players could play year 
across the NBA? No, on the Magic. Oh, don't, oh, don't, don't do, do that, Meeple. Don't you, do You're going to see DJ Augustine, boys. <laughs> I love DJ. I thought DJ was great. <laughs> it, it was, he just had a spirit. Um, he, he came out to play and he was underrated for it. Current player, I just get excited when Cole's on the, on the, on the court. I think the guy's got an energy. Um, I really want, like Barry said about Mo, I really want to see him do well. I really want to see him have success. Um, so yeah current team current player Cole like current him. NBA across the current M- across all the NBA <laughs> he's going for it <laughs> Steph <laughs> I'd pay obscene money to see Steph Curry yeah yeah what was it 45 he put up last that. night Did you see the 45 oh, he put up against yeah. the, the Clippers yeah. crazy yeah. crazy player it's very good. Uh, I, I still got to stick with J.I. That's, I'm still sticking with J.I. as my favourite player. I, I just think, I just really, really, really hope that he comes back healthy and he can put all his injuries behind him. Because, like, I, I had a friend come over the other day and I've, I've actually got friends, believe it or not. Um, <laughs> say, stop pretending. <laughs> yeah, well, and, we, uh, we weren't over there, Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> and he was asking me about when we were. We only tolerate you. I know, I know. Because you, you can edit all this together. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he was asking me about a playoff trip we went to in 2019. And I was yeah. showing him like what the atmosphere was like. So I went back on lead pass and showing him like the first like five, 10 minutes of that game against the Raptors when we were there in game three. And uh, like JI's impact on the floor is massive. When he is healthy, he. He is huge, especially on the defensive end. Um, and I, I just, I, we all like explosive players. We all like exciting players. That's why, that's why Paul likes Steph Curry. He likes it, seeing him shoot threes from the logo. It gets you off the floor, gets you off the chair. I love watching J.I. blocking shots. And you think of big blocks in the past, so like blocking Embiid and putting him on the floor and, yeah, I, I don't know. J.I. is my, he's the most exciting player defensively for me. Um, so, yeah, that's who I'm going to go with. But we all like Cole a little bit, don't we? We like Cole's attitude and and uh, and his demeanour. Yeah, true. Um, you, you, you all know mine is Mark Al, so let's just move on now. <laughs> <laughs> right. So uh, it's um, Paul's favourite part of the uh, the show where Mikey has I'm to uh, tell us about the Jalen Suggs competition. <laughs> Over oh, to great. you, Michael. Thanks, mate. Appreciate that. So, uh, fanatics and the oh, NBA store Europe are giving us away. Are giving away a Jalen Suggs jersey to one lucky winner. All you got to do is two things: subscribe to our YouTube channel. And like and comment on our video looking at the 21-22 season schedule. Uh, one of the videos we did probably, I don't know, six, eight weeks ago now. Um, and tell us which and tell us which magic player you want to see most this season. Um when we hit 500, we might be lowering it, but we're but that's the plan. When we hit 500 followers, we'll uh we'll do that draw for for the Jalen Suggs jersey. Excellent. Thank you, mate. Right. Um, just a quick reminder, Magic Moments is back. Uh, the second um, 
ballot has dropped today, so your opportunity to take part. Uh, there will be a magic uh, goodie bag prize at the end of the season. All you need to do is just answer five questions uh, on the game, the magic play tonight against the New York Knicks. Uh, four of them are kind of player team specific, and then will the magic win? Uh, so if you want to take part on that, just go on to Twitter or Facebook, find the post and just comment there. Um, and then just a quick reminder that each game, each game day, we'll have a game preview that Paul's been doing on the website and a game review the day after. Um, other features, contents will be coming through the season as well. Right. So this is Rich Barrett's favourite time of the week. It's magic trivia time. So... Um, I've been very happy to see NBA on TNT inside back on the television, having uh, Ernie, Chuck, Shaq, even Shaq, and uh, the Jet back on our television. And um, so I've just taken something that they do, uh, game they call Who He Played For. Okay. So you're all going to take a part in this Who He Played For. So you're going to have two each, and then I'm going to throw out a really difficult one at the end. You can all have a go. Is that Dwayne so all you've got to do, no. So, <laughs> so just have to explain my stuff here. So I told the boys before this. I said, "Oh, I've got this. Who he play for game?" Mikey said, "Oh, what was it, Paul?" One of one of the Paul boys said, said "Oh, Dwayne Bacon. Bacon. He, he's no longer on a roster." And here's me thinking, right? That's that's ruined one of my questions. <laughs> anyway, I've got a few well, reserves. It, 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 it's it's nobody not an answer, no. Nobody is not an answer any longer. No, no. So I will let you go first, Barry. Okay. Start so, low, mate. Start low. Who he play for? Stephen Adams. Oh, uh, Memphis Grizzlies. Is correct. Yeah. Tick there. Of course, he was traded from the New Orleans Pelicans. It's yeah, the pressure, season. Paul. Feel the pressure, mate. Yeah, Mate, right. I'm, I'm, Paul. I'm worried now. Paul, Grayson Allen. He is playing at the Bucks. He is playing at the Milwaukee Bucks. He was traded from the Memphis Grizzlies to Milwaukee this offseason. Right. I think, I think Paul should have to show both his hands when he's given an answer so he can't be going... Who does Grayson <laughs> Allen play for? <laughs> <laughs> I had to think. I tell you what, I had to think. But I actually watched um, the Heat Bucks game, and I'm thinking, I'm sure he was in that one. I nearly he said was. the Miami Heat. I nearly said the Heat. He started, yeah. didn't he? Right. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. He did. Right. Michael, eyes on the screen now, mate. I want to make sure you're not on your computer. Hands up as well. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Zach Collins. Oh, um... I think... Tough one on this one. Oh, he's... Oh, where did I know he the goes? answer to that one. Don't, don't give him a clue. Isn't it in the same division as us? No. No, no it's not what I was thinking of then. Um, that was John Collins of the Hawks. It was, yeah. It's his brother, isn't it? Um. 
If you'd honestly, been fit, we could have played him, mate. Honestly, I can't remember. I'm going to just... No, Paul, do you want to put it? Go on, go on, make guess then. How oh, was he hurt, was he, on Wednesday? He was. He yeah, was not expected to make his debut until Christmas. That was very, very sneaky, G. I'll take my hat after you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> it's only because he spoiled my Dwayne Bacon one. <laughs> <laughs> I have a half right. of that one then, G. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the steel. Right. Uh, yeah, you can, <laughs> mate. No problems at all. So, Barry, JaVale McGee. Oh, <sighs> he comes up on um, the uh, inside quiz a couple of times <sighs> the last couple of years. You know, I just did my draft the other day as well. <laughs> uh, I, struggling. Uh, I can tell you if it's east or west is it east or west <laughs> <laughs> definitely east or west um, it's in I the west it's in the west um, after I was going to throw it there Phoenix spot on it Phoenix is. Sun. It is. yeah yeah. Nice, nice. Thanks for the assist, mate. Thanks for the assist. <laughs> right, Paul. Yeah. Timothy Luau Cabarro. Well done, mate. He didn't play, but he is at Oh. He got mentioned in the commentary I was watching. What game are you I've watching? Got... <laughs> Mate, I've, I have watched that many games today. I, I caught up on the opening three nights of basketball today. Um... <sighs> Is that why your eyes are tired? So... Yeah, some of that. I've got a f- it's something like the Clippers. I think I know. I'm, I'm sure I'm wrong, but it's something like that. I'm sure it is. Right, the cl- it's not the Clippers. Anyone want to no. hazard a guess? Barry or Mike? Nets? No, no. He no, plays the Atlanta Hawks this season. Ah, oh, Costas. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. Um, yeah, because I watched. Right. I watched their game this morning. Okay, Mikey. Let's go with Tony Snell. I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm not even going to pretend I know. Come on, come on. You're, you're like Chuck, mate. <laughs> East or West? I am basically like West. Chuck, yeah. West. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. Let's go with the Sacramento Kings. But it's probably not. No. I'd say Northwest. Trailblazers. Portland. Yeah, you got Portland, it. Portland, the Islander there. Yeah. You got it. I'll edit Four. that bit out. So right. uh, I'll give you that answer. <laughs> yeah, no <laughs> Congratulate problem. Congratulate me, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. I got I got two more to throw to all of you as a combined. They, they are quite difficult. I won't lie. Um, I did have Dwayne Bacon in there because I wanted to play on our surnames so the first one is Damien Jones 
big center. The Hornets. Not the Hornets, but it's a team somebody's mentioned it's... in giving an answer. Jones. The Heat. Kings. <laughs> the Kings. Is well that... then, Mikey. Yeah. Actually, mate, I was I was gonna go Hornets as well. Did you? Yeah, yeah I was I looking for Ga- I was looking to see where Gary Clark was and he was not on a team and of course Dwayne Bacon's not on a team anymore and I thought I've got to get the Jones in um, apart- uh, sorry bad there wasn't a con in the um, <laughs> in the uh, in the league so I did try you uh, the last a, one then you could do a, a name a ref segment <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe the boys will do that next week um, Thomas Satoransky any ideas who he played for? Didn't we see him in preseason? No, is it the Pelicans? I think, so. I think he's no. gone to the Pelicans. He has gone to the Pelicans. Oh, well in. done. I just Jump need the harder there. ones. The easier ones are too easy. If <laughs> 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 you know, you know. Absolutely. So well done, boys. Hope you enjoyed that. Um, so we're recording our. Thank you, mate. Um, so we're recording our next episode next Thursday, the twenty eighth of October. So before then, we have four games. So we play the Knicks tonight. So it's Friday night at midnight tip off at the Amway Centre. Uh, we then travel to Madison Square Garden on Sunday night for another midnight tip. Uh, we play the Miami Heat at the, well, it's not called the American Airlines anymore. They've changed the name of it. Uh, on two, uh, Monday night, Tuesday morning at half past midnight start. And then we play the Hornets in Orlando Wednesday night, Thursday morning, midnight tip. So um, we'll forget our predictions from last time because we predicted two games and there was only one game before the pod. So um, predictions for the four games. Barry. How do you see us doing? Two and two, mate. Two and two? Confidence. Optimistic. And which games do we win, mate? I think we'll win one against the Knicks. Um, uh, Who's it we play last? The Charlotte Hornets. It's uh, Charlotte Hornets, mate. Yeah, I think we'll do them. Cool. Cool. Paul? Heart says one and three, which is far from my usual sort of heart prediction. Head is actually kind of going a bit towards the 0 and 4, but I'm never one for seeing teams beating you twice on the trot. <clears throat> so I do can I do kind of think that we could actually nick one against the Knicks. Sorry for the bad pun. Um they're gonna be hard. Great starting five, no great, no injury concerns. Yeah, let's say we'll take one against the Knicks. Uh, I think Charlotte will have just too much. They've got a strong starting five and Terry Rozier to come back as well because he's only day to day, he's likely to be back. So, yeah, go one and three. I hope so. He's in my fantasy my team, Terry Rozier. Yeah, he's due back, mate. Um, I'm also going to go one and three. And when we recorded on Monday, I said we'd beat the Knicks. You two said one and one, and I said we'd lose to the Spurs and beat the Knicks. So I'm going to stick. You did. With you, that. Can have, you, mate, you can have one for that first one. I'm going to stick. You, you, 
with us beating the next. If we beat the next tonight at home, so that's the one in three, and then I, yeah, and then you have got two tough road games, and then the Hornets, who, yeah, they're going to be putting up points. So yeah, you need to, you need to change your magic moments, then, mate. Why? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Did you I put, put no? Lose tonight. All right, I'll do that now. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I thought I if I say, if I put one to win and one to lose, I'm I'm gonna get one of them right, aren't I? So <laughs> yeah, true, true. Fair play. Um, I'll probably go. I'll go one and three. Also, I think we're gonna pick something up this week. Um, be it against the Knicks or the Hornets. I can't see us beating Miami after Miami dismantled the Bucks. Last night they took um, them apart, didn't they? Yeah, it's um, rather worrying. So yeah, <laughs> not for lots of not reasons. Not looking forward to that game. Yeah, so they, um, let's go one and they three. Did good. E- either shock the Knicks at the Garden or beat the Hornets. Um, for some reason I don't see us winning tonight. Before we finish, G, I just want to say a big thank you to everybody who uh, who took part and got involved with our good luck message video that we put out on on Wednesday on opening night, um, and to everybody that shared and retweeted the the message and, and viewed. It. I think it's had three or four thousand views, which is really cool. Um, and we've had Markel Foltz and Jonathan Isaac both got involved and and liked it and shared it on their own pages. So uh, so yeah, there we go. That's why they're our favourite players, Mikey. It's very, that's not the only reason, but yeah. I need to badge a call now, don't I? <laughs> we need to put it up again, actually, for tonight, to just as it's the home opener. We all do it again. All yeah. Do it again. yeah, we should. Yeah. We should. We should. So thank you, Barry, for joining us. I uh, hope you've had a good time, mate. Mm-hmm. Excellent, mate. Awesome. Been good it's good to, you, good mate. to uh, interact with you. So uh, keep it up. Um, so thank you for watching and listening please subscribe to the podcast and hit the notification button so as not to miss any future episodes you can find all of our links in the podcast description and also on our website orlandomagicuk.com please leave your comments and questions we love hearing from you if you aren't already doing so please make sure you follow us on Twitter Facebook and Instagram from all here at Orlando Magic UK I don't know why Mikey's laughing (laughs) Um, go magic